0: what's going on welcome into the sharp angle podcast thanks for joining us on a friday what is today the 25th june 25th 2021 thanks for joining us like i said today is football friday every friday from now uh, pretty much till the end of football season we'll talk nothing but but uh football every single friday our first one because we kind of changed up our schedule recently was Last week, and trust me, there's no shortage of things to talk about heading into football season, or at least at the end of June, early July. But uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about some rule changes that were made in college football and the NFL. And look at how those rule changes will impact our handicapping for this upcoming season, because really, there's not any rule changes that are going to drastically impact anything. I mean, if a team last year was minus 10, they're not going to be minus three this year based on a rule change. If an over-under was 60 last year, it's not going to be 50 based on a rule change. But there are differences in our approach, differences in the way we want to handicap every game moving forward because of these little rule changes. And overall, like I said, not major, huge changes, but Game by game, it's going to be tougher to see. You know, if if we're projecting lower scoring and the first game of the season comes out and it's it goes over the total by 20 points, you know, and a lot of you guys get on Twitter and say, yeah, well, I thought it was going to be lower scoring. The point is, over the course of a a season or two seasons or the long run, we do see rules have major impacts on handicapping and and the outcome of games. So not necessarily handicapping, but the outcome of games. So we want to change the way we approach handicapping games and alter based on rule changes. So we'll talk today about the rule changes in college football, NFL, and how that alters our handicapping this season. Uh, First things first, special thanks to Better Edge. Better Edge is doing great things for sports bettors. They're making it more fun and they're making it more profitable. Now you may say, "Well, how are they doing both those things?" The fun. Let's focus on that first. They are making it more social, more interactive. I mean, every other sports book, and by the way, Better Edge isn't necessarily a sports book. They're more of a social platform where you can legally sports bet. But every other sports book, you know, there, there's there's no social component. You get on, you can maybe share a bet or two with friends, but that's it. Better Edge, it's a whole community. You can follow people. Uh, they track your record. They track other people's records. There's tournaments, competitions. It's so much fun. So check out Better Edge to get more involved with your friends and your buddies and your coworkers. But also, and to me, this is the more important part, they don't charge a VIG. Like VIG-free betting. <laughs> this was always some some fantasy land You know, for years. It was always, well, in a, in a perfect world when they don't charge a VIG, this is what happens. Well, Better Edge doesn't charge a VIG. So do yourself a favor. Have more fun and make a lot more money with Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, like sports better. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10, and uh, that lets them know you heard about them right here on the Sharp Angle Podcast. Betteredge.com, promo code SHARP. All right, let's get to it. The rule changes in the NFL and college football that will impact outcomes of games and impact our handicapping this season. Let's start off in college football, because there's some really interesting rule changes for this year. And the first most important one is the overtime rule change. So in the past, the rule was, you have to go for two after a touchdown, starting in the third overtime. Well, the new rule is, and I guess I should clarify, I mean, most of you, I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you know the rules of college football overtime. But if you don't, If a game in college football is tied after regulation, overtime rules dictate that each team starts with the ball on the 25 yard line. So they've only got 25 yards to go until they score a touchdown. And after the third overtime or in the third overtime, they have to go for two after a touchdown. And that was the rule. They could just keep going over and over and over and over until a team won. Now that rule has been moved up to the second overtime. You have to go for two. And on top of that, If the game happens to get to a third overtime, there is no more starting from the 25. There is no more touchdowns. Teams just alternate two-point conversions. So what does this mean for handicapping? This means that overall, through the course of a season, two seasons, or the long run, until they change this rule again, we can expect to see slightly lower scoring overall. Now this won't impact games that don't go to overtime, but in general, if games do go to overtime, how often do we see, you know, each team has twenty one points, forty two total, and they double that in overtime. It just keeps going, 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 going. That happens often in college. So what now is when teams do go to overtime, yeah, is gonna change, the the approach, that's all different that's not what we're talking about what's going to change though is much lower scoring because you're not going to have these repeated possessions over and over and over so this is real this is a big deal and I'm going to be interested to see how the sports books react do they react at all do they change the the totals at all because if not we can essentially blindly bet into this and not expect to have a, a bad outcome it's sort of like a free roll because we know this is something that we can bet into but will the market adjust Now, this is such a big deal and such a a common mainstream thing that I think, yes, the market will certainly adjust. But my goal of today's show isn't to give specific ways to to exactly adjust 0.2% or half a percent or whatever it would be for certain teams or certain situations. It's to give everyone out there an idea of how to approach this, a guide of, okay, even in other sports, let's use this same logic and apply how do we judge these rule changes? How do we judge these these changes in the sport in terms of our handicapping? And look, two-point conversions now in second overtime. You've got to go for you alternate two-point conversions in third overtime. That's going to be quite lower scoring uh, for those overtime games. So over the course of a season, it's going to impact things slightly, but that that is important. We have to know those slight changes to be on top of them if we're going to make money betting sports. Uh, The second change that I want to talk about in college football, uh, this has to do with coaches getting penalties. Coaches will automatically receive an unsportsmanlike foul if they either leave the team area like designated on the sideline or walk onto the field. Now, here's the thing. In the past... How often have we seen coaches just kind of walk onto the field, sometimes run onto the field and argue calls, get into the referee's face and talk to them? There's a lot of coaches who have been used to this. So now we have to handicap is Dan Mullen for Florida going to do a classic Dan Mullen, lose his head and give Florida a 15 yard penalty in the end of the fourth quarter. That's a real thing now. So coaches' emotions and the way that coaches deal with in-game situations is a much bigger deal now that a penalty will be thrown or a flag will be thrown even if a coach walks onto the field accidentally or happens to leave the player box or the the team box. So that one is going to be, I think what's going to happen with that is early in the season, there's going to be some ridiculous penalties called and then coaches will understand, Oh wow, this is for real. We can't do this, but that's a real thing. You know, the, the more buttoned up coaches like Nick Saban, probably not a big deal, but other coaches like Dan Mullen probably going to be a big deal. So uh, more penalties will be thrown on coaches and uh, personnel, team uh, team members, things like that, who leave uh, the area. All right. In the NFL, two rule changes that I think will have an impact. Uh, the first of which I, I love. I think this has been long overdue. Off-field officials can now relay objective information to on-field officials. Because remember the past where it's like, Oh well, if only the on-field official could just talk to the to the to the guy in the box and and just see that he stepped out of bounds. But we'll see if they agree that that's always been the case. They've never been able to communicate before for whatever reason. Well, now in the rules they can communicate. So, the upstairs guy is going to be directly feeding information to the on-field official. This is great. This means more accuracy, more right calls, and what it also means is that there will be more incomplete passes more players out of bounds. Look, essentially, there's not a lot of plays that will add to scoring, but there's a ton that can happen here to take away from scoring. So again, like college football, based on this rule, we can expect lower scoring because there will be more interjections, more... Uh, off-field officials coming on and saying, hey, on-field guy, on-field official, you got this wrong. We need to bring this back. This was uh, uh, pass interference. This wasn't pass interference. So on and so forth. There's many more things to take points off the board rather than put points on the board with off-field intervention. So that's a big deal just in terms of NFL fans. I mean, I think we're all sick of the whole idea of if he could only talk to the off-field official, now they can. And the other rule Uh, This isn't too big a deal just for my preseason bettors. But uh, look, the preseason is a real market where people, where people make money and for preseason bettors, they got rid of overtime. So clearly that means lower scoring. But what it also means is some teams like to win in the preseason. Some teams don't care about the preseason. That whole conversation and topic is more for as we get closer to the actual start of the preseason. But just know that some teams go for it. Some teams don't. Some teams want to win. Some teams don't. Well, In a game where there's no overtime, what you're going to get is these teams now going for two at the end of the game, and that does impact the handicap. So preseason, no overtime will certainly affect the way we look at those NFL games. But uh, that's really what I wanted to talk about on today's show. Rule changes matter. And every offseason, it seems, there are at least a couple rule changes in every sport. If you're not keeping track and you're not quantifying what these rule changes mean, you're going to be lost or at least behind to start the year. So uh, thanks for listening today. Good luck with whatever you got going on today or tonight. Hope you catch some winners. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Remember, Saturday, bright and early, about 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern. Quick picks for Saturday. So we'll talk to you then on The Sharp Angle.